Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Mom Accountant Talk Podcast. Thanks for tuning in with us this week. So today I decided we're going to talk about 10 surefire steps to take the fear out of public speaking. One of my goals in 2019 was to be able to get involved in 10 projects where I would be doing public speaking. So far this year, I've done seven. So not quite at the 10 mark, and I have one more event coming up, so I'm going to fall a little bit short. But I've also managed to publish almost two seasons of this podcast, so for me, that's a win. So I just thought I would I would talk about this because it does come up quite often and and I figured hey here's just some here's some tips and tricks for you guys so that the next time that you get up and you talk about something that you love it's a little bit easier for you so when we talk about public speaking I always ask do you feel the fear when asked to do some public speaking public speaking is still one of our greatest fears and it turns grown men and women into nervous wrecks The mere thought of it turns our tongues to cotton wool, causes our internal plumbing to hack up, and turns our knees to jelly. Well, there's no need for all of this because help is at hand. All you have to remember is your P's and Q's. Let's start with the P's. The first one is preparation. When you sit down to write what you're going to say, bear in mind who you'll be speaking to. Will they understand what you're talking about? Will they understand the technical stuff and the jargon? And if in doubt, remember the old saying, Keep it super, super simple, stupid. Make sure that when you, what you say has a beginning, middle, and an end. Think of some anecdotes that help reinforce your story. People think visually, so paint verbal pictures for your audience. And always remember, people want to know what's in it for them. So make sure you tell them. The second P is place. <clears throat> Have a look at the venue before the event if you can. It's not always possible. However, even if you get there half an hour before, you can still check out where you'll be speaking. Stand at the point where you will deliver from, imagine where the audience will be, and check that they can see and hear you. You may even wish to place a glass of water where you'll be able to find it. Number three, personal preparation. Before any public speaking event, Think about what you are going to wear. When in doubt, dress up rather than down. You could always take things off for a more casual look. Men could remove their jacket and their tie. Women could remove items of jewelry. Part of your personal preparation should include some mouth and breathing exercises. Practice saying some tongue twisters to give your speaking muscles a good workout. Take a deep breath and expand your diaphragm. Then breathe out, counting at the same time, Try and get up to 50 and not pass out. As part of your personal preparation, write your own introduction. Write out exactly what you want someone to say about you. Large font, double-spaced, and ask the person introducing you to read it. Believe me, they won't object and will probably be very pleased and very impressed that they don't have to come up with it themselves. The next one is poise and posture. Whenever you're called to speak, stand up or walk to the front quickly and purposefully. Pull yourself up to your full height, stand tall and look like you own the place. Before you start to speak, pause, look around your audience and smile. You may even have to wait until the applause dies down. Remember, you want the audience to like you, so look likable. Pretend. I'm suggesting you pretend you're not nervous because no doubt you will be. Nervousness is vital for speaking in public. It boosts your adrenaline, which makes your mind sharper and gives you energy. The trick is to keep your nerves to yourselves. On no account, tell your audience you're nervous. 
You'll only scare the living daylights out of them if they think you're going to faint. Some tricks for dealing with nerves are, before you're called to speak, get lots of oxygen into your system. Run on the spot and wave your arms about like a lunatic. It burns off the stress chemicals. Speak to members of your audience as they come in or at some time before you're ready to stand up. That tricks your brain into thinking you're talking to some friends. Have a glass of water handy for that dry mouth. One word of warning, do not drink alcohol. It might give you, you know, fake courage, but your audience will end up thinking you're speaking a foreign language. Of course, we want to talk about the presentation. Right from the start, your delivery needs to grab their attention. Don't start by saying, good morning, my name is Fred Smith and I'm from Smith and Associates. Even if your name is Smith, it's a really boring way to start a presentation. Far better to start with some interesting facts or an anecdote that's relevant to your presentation. Look at the audience as individuals. It grabs their attention if they think you're talking to them personally. Talk louder than you normally would. It keeps the people in the front row awake and makes sure that those in the back get the message. Funny enough, it's also good for your nerves. PowerPoint. For those of you who haven't heard of it, it's a software program that's used to design stunning graphics and text for projections onto a screen. As a professional speaker, I'm not that stuck on PowerPoint, but it's very useful from time to time. I do feel that too many speakers rely on it and it takes over the presentation. After all, you're the important factor here. If an audience is going to accept what you say, then they need to see the whites of your eyes, they need to see a big focus in you, and they don't want to focus on all the technology. But you can use PowerPoint if you want to keep it to a minimum and make sure you're not just the person pushing the buttons. Why not give a bit, you know, why not get a little bit more clevel, clever? <laughs> um, you could try the old faithful flip charts. That's something that still a lot of professional people do. And then we want to talk about passion. This is what stops the audience in their tracks. This is what makes them want to employ you or to accept what you're proposing. Couple this with some energy, enthusiasm, and emotion, and you have the makings of a great public speaker. Give your presentation a bit of oomph and don't start telling me I'm not that kind of person. There's no need to go over the top, but you're doing a presentation to move people to action, not having a cozy little chat in your front room. That's the P's. So let's look at the Q's. The first Q is questions. <clears throat> Decide what you're going to, how you're going to take them and tell people at the beginning. In a short speech, it's best to take questions at the end. If you take them as you go, then you may get waylaid and your timing will get knocked out. Never, never, never finish with questions. Far better to ask for questions five or ten minutes before the end. So what that means is that we want to tail it towards the end, but you want to be able to ask the questions and then do a small wrap-up. So... Deal with the questions and then summarize for a strong finish. Too many, too many presentations finish fully on questions and the whole thing goes a bit flat. When you are asked a question, repeat it to the whole audience and thank the questioner. It keeps everybody involved and it gives you time to think and it makes you look so clever and like you're in a bit more control. The last one is quit. And it sounds like such a negative thing to end the tips and tricks on, but it's not. If you think about it, you're going to quit when you're ahead. If you've been asked for, you know, to speak for 20 minutes, stick to 19 and the audience will love you for it. Make sure that you stick to the agreed time. Remember, quality is not quantity. One of the most 
famous speeches ever, the Gettysburg Address by President Lincoln, was just over two minutes long. Right. That's my cue to quit while I'm ahead. Now that you're armed with this information, you too can minimize your fear of public speaking. Public speaking, in my opinion, is just one of those things that gets easier over time. And the more you do it, the more you do it, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it can start with a small venue and work your way up to a big venue. My goal is to speak in front of a thousand people sometime in the next year. That's a big goal for me because my largest current audience has been about 150 people. So that's a big leap of faith as far as my nerves go, but I'm super excited for it and I run through these tips and tricks so that every time I do a presentation, I can be as clear and succinct as possible. And then, you know, life happens and you're regular people, which means don't kill yourself if it's not perfect. Sometimes it's funny when you sneeze or hiccup or laugh in the middle of it because that's what makes you human and that is also a very important connection point to your audience. All right, guys, that is just under 10 minutes long. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. Again, if you guys have, you know, suggestions or things you want us to talk about, you can always email us. Uh, you can message us. All the contact information for us is on our website. It's on um, it's on Anchor. We're blessed to be hosted by such a great platform. Um, if you love what we do, you can also choose to support the podcast through Anchor as well. And then you can find the full episode listing there, as well as on the Danielle SOS Bookkeeping Services LTE. Uh, .com uh, website. You can also find it on the She Hustle Collective website. So again, thank you guys so much and we'll catch you guys next episode.